And welcome back. Wow. Doom Nation. Oh, it's been a while. I know. I know. It has been a long... It's been too long. Real long. If you forget who we are, I am Johnny Steiner. You sure you're not something else? I forget. Not am I? that sexy bitch. Oh, I, I, I used to be a sexy bitch. Now I'm a sexy motherfucker. All right, that's fair. Danny J. Anderson here. Tony Nash. Are we sure? Yes. Because sometimes okay. you'd forget. No. No, not that not, depends. Not you know how how soon he got into the the Glenn Levitt, not which is what this podcast, this portion is now sponsored by. This portion podcast brought to you by Glenn Levitt. Drinking, it. delicious. Put it in your mouth. And Crown Royal. And Crown Royal. Exactly. And um, Sambuca. 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 God, I still can't believe you drink that foul ass shit. Why is it? You know, everybody that I talk to about that, they either love it or hate it. There's because no it's middle ground. Licorice. Yeah. And most people either love or hate licorice. So Danny J, what brings us back together today? Well, I, I think we decided that uh, we needed to discuss something that we've been talking about forever. Right. And finally decided around holiday season, mm. let's do a gift to ourselves because, you know, fuck everybody else. Um, and the Doom Nation. And the Doom Nation, of course. Yeah. Let's do our top ten. Hulk Hogan matches. <laughs> I'm Tony Schiavone, Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. We're out of here. Straight, Straight to, to hell. hell. All right. So, but do our top ten best slash favorite matches of all time. You know what? I'm all about that. I've been wanting to do this one for a while. And this has been the hardest top ten that I've ever done. I didn't... I thought it was going to be hard. And then I sat down and I thought about about six or seven that had to go on the list. And then I had another ten. And I was able to narrow it down to ten and two honorable mentions. So... Well, see, you know, Tony, of course you know here. I'm going to tell you. I don't know why I'm talking like you don't know. But yeah. you know. Um because we didn't put any restrictions on this. This could be anywhere, anytime. This could be that time that you saw Brandon Scott <laughs> wrestle Billy Gunn. Hashtag not my champ. <laughs> Hashtag not my champ. At VCW. <laughs> here in Virginia. Here in Virginia. I only did VCW matches of this year. <laughs> Was it supposed to be more than that? Yeah. yeah. But That's amazing. How many shows matches. did you go to? How many did you see? <laughs> One. Because there were some pretty terrible ones on that matches. show. Uh-huh. Not anything wrong with That's VCW. Right. And we love VCW, but we don't love the Hall Stars. Fuck those guys. Fuck the Hall Stars. They're not listening, so I don't really give a fuck. Maybe and if and if you are listening, you can go fuck yourself. How about that? Ouch. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm problem with that. We'll see you in the ring. I'm yeah. No, no, no. We don't want to do that because they hurt people because they're not good. Oh. 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 Sorry. It got awkward. Tony, say something. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Becky. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. She's off doing a movie. I know with Shawn Michaels. Really? Yes. And the Miz. And the oh. I guess. But well, Michael. it's the Marine Michael. 75. Yeah. <laughs> it is like the Marine 7, I think. It, I, it it's is. It's 6, actually. Is it 6? I think it's okay. 6. So, since we're talking about current events, right. what do you feel about the announcement of the uh, Women's Royal Rumble? I, I'm i for it. So am I. Uh, and I hope they bring back some, some big names to... Is it always, what, 20 or 30? 30. Well, I, it should be... I, I feel like they, they have, have, they have about 18 if they don't do, like women's wrestling or women's championship matches I feel like they should bring in a couple of folks from NXT they're going to bring all of NXT and it's going to bring a couple of they'll bring a couple I think Trish Stratus is going to pop in that's my Ooh, that's I can see Beth Phoenix too yeah I, yep. yeah, that'd be good my pick is um, Trish Sable, Stratus for Sable the, to jump in no, no. <laughs> she sued Not the Sable. company years no, ago I know, I, know. I mean she doesn't need to do anything her husband does enough of nothing in Stephanie? WWE right now no because 
Yeah. Oh, God. I could see Stephanie win or booking herself to win because <laughs> she had way too much. Oh, I'm so excited, and we done a revolution. It's like, no, bitch, you you had very little to do with it. It was the actual girls, but whatever. I can't stand her. She is the. She's epitome. a great person, but I hate her character. She is the epitome of, of privilege. Like she walks around, like she earned it, and it was handed everything in life. To be fair, her. her 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 character pisses me off, but yeah, she her, does do a lot of things yeah. in the community uh-huh. that she she is a decent, genuine person. She is a good person, I have no doubt. But I think that she's a, a shitty business person. I don't think her her choices for business are good. Like, yeah. she, like she's in tar- charge of creative, and since then it's gone to shit. She's the one who's like, you know, you must read these scripted promos. And don't deviate. And I don't all gone to shit. I don't think Vince has given up control. I still think Vince is there. No, but he's like eighty years old. I mean, that's the other thing I want to ask you about. Did you hear that he sold a hundred million dollars worth of his stock, and yep. has decided to try and get trademarks for an XFL again? Yep. Nuh-uh. Yes, yep. sir. He, Vince McMahon's getting back in the football business. And that's, and, wow. That's and it's awesome. a smart move because right now there is a bunch of football fans that are not watching in protest of the protest. Yeah. So, if he gets a football league and it's like, you fuckers take a knee, you, you can take a hike. That's true. And it'll be that quick. And, and people until, will watch. Until they kick off and then the, the football is subpar because they don't have the athletes that the NFL does. Well, that's going to be an issue. And that's what happened with the XFL originally. How many folks from the XFL ended up playing in like the National Football League afterward? Was it, like he hate 10, me? maybe. He was one of them. Tommy Maddox, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steeler. No, no. Just he how, hate many, me. how many XFLs are going to end up wrestlers? None some. did last time. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of guys like Baron Corbin and um, what's his name, Tino Mark something. You talking about Tino Sabat- Sabatelli? Sabatelli? Yeah. Yeah. They were ex football guys, so they might jump back into the XFL because for reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Baron Corbin will. I mean, they're pushing him to the moon, and yeah, but he's not that good. And he's you might as well milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I saw a thing that um, uh, someone called him out on Twitter or something for losing his hair, and he. <laughs> It's like, oh, don't don't do that. As someone who's follically impaired, <laughs> don't do that. Follically impaired. All right, that's good. <laughs> I suddenly became a Baron. Me and Baron Corbin were on the same team for a minute. Oh God, the Lone Wolves. You mm-hmm. guys make a great tag team. That's right. Ooh, that'd be good. So, anyway, all right. So, so let's get to the, well, yeah. you know what? Why don't you drive? I don't want to drive. You I got drive. some. Okay. Oh. About some death checks. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. oh shit. <laughs> we have death checks this last Pablo time. Pablo Guerrera, senior. 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 Chavo Classic. Okay. George, the animal steel. Oh, oh. oh. Ivan Koldoff. Yes. Yeah. Um, Smith Hara. Who? I don't know that one. I, I don't know. I thought you. Oh, Smith Hart. Smith, Smith Hart. Hart. Sorry, yes. the light was hitting the thing wrong. Smith Hart. That's. I'm sorry. Okay. That's Brett's brother. Bobby Heenan. Oh. Uh, yeah. That one breaks my heart. Yeah. Just I'm gonna have a toast for the Wees. Everybody, bring, put it up for Bobby. Put it up for put Bobby. Up for the Wees. For the Weasel. All right. What else you got? That's it. They're oh. all dead. Well, then for all of those guys, <laughs> death check. Death checks. We have we have completed that. That's uh... just sad. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. So we're gonna do like we always do: ten, 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 nine, 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 eight, 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 and we're gonna go around. Okay. Okay. Um, mentions mm-hmm. for the top three. That's sure. Sure. Sounds good. We should have discussed this before we went on the air, but yeah, I think we did, and that's the thing we went for. <laughs> what we decided to go with. He's a little out of practice. He has yeah, practice. I need to drink more. It'll make it better. Alcohol. About the That's what's coming to you. Yep. So uh, you know how we do around here, Doom Nation. We don't do re- uh, reshoots. We don't edit. 
Um, and we're ha- we're really happy to be back. I'm happy with you guys. You know, I'm I miss this. I miss you guys. Maybe maybe if we only did like like every quarter. Maybe not do like once. Well, or a couple I, you know what? We can talk about that yeah. offline. Let's do that. Let's do that. Because we should get to the list. So who's gonna go first? I think you should, Danny you J. Go first? Damn. Yeah. Okay. I think fine. Danny J. Number ten. Number ten. I don't know. I'm looking at my list. So. <laughs> I'm going to preface it. When you're going to look, mm. listen to my list here, you're going to find that I've got all kinds of matches. Mm-hmm. I, I don't discriminate. There's all kinds of things that I enjoyed. Right. Um, and I've watched extensive matches, and it's been fun researching it again. Um, that being said, my number 10 is a Royal Rumble. Oh, oh. good one. And I know which one it is. Do you? Yeah. I'm Tell me which one it is. I say 92. It is 92. Nailed it. Royal Rumble 1992. <laughs> um the one where, if, if you're not familiar, um, Ric Flair comes in number three, and you think that he's gonna, you know, not win. <laughs> you think he's not gonna win, and uh, he ends up going to the very end and, and winning and and getting the title. Um, and it was the first time I think they've only done it twice where the title was on the line. Right. It was that time, and when Triple H won it. And I enjoyed it mainly for for two reasons. One. If you go back in that time period and keep a check of, of what was going on in the business as far as storylines and everything, mm-hmm. sometimes the Royal Rumbles have a tendency to not do a very good job of starting new storylines and ending old storylines. And I thought this one did a great job of mashing everything together and it had a great pace to it and nothing felt out of place. And it really was, it's a joy to watch. It's only an hour, but it doesn't feel like it. There's only one of the Rumble that's as good as 92. Two, okay. 2001. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I have a couple other in there, but um, and my second reason is Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. If you are a fan of those two as a announced team, I feel like this is their masterpiece mm-hmm. because Bobby the Brain Heenan, as soon as Ric Flair comes out, is distraught. Oh no! Damn it! <laughs> and Gorilla Monsoon is there. Goes your meal. Take He's a kiss, kiss and goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> and it's just the whole match. They're back and forth. Bobby's got a great line in forth. that where uh, Roddy Piper saves Ric Flair and he goes, "Oh, thank you, Roddy. Thank you. Oh, I was wrong. It's a kilt. It's not a skirt. Oh, it's a kilt." <laughs> and then he hits Ric Flair and goes, "Oh, you skirt wearing." <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I know so, he does it every time. I laugh every time. But but it is it is one of my favorite matches on a announcer level and just an overall enjoyment level. So That's a good solid pick. Number 10, Royal Rumble 1992. It's a quality pick right there. I thought so. <laughs> Bringing it back. Tony! Quality pick. What's your number 10? <sighs> Jeff Jarrett versus... <laughs> Jeff Jarrett versus Jeff Jarrett. My number 10 uh, is going to be a match. match. It's going to be very popular. Oh, good. Okay. It's Hulk Hogan. You shit <laughs> <laughs> versus Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan, go okay. to with Bobby you know, the Brain. Oh, okay. I'll allow that. That's a good match. With Jesse the Body, match. commentary, and Gorilla Monsoon. And I Bob Uecker. commentary. Uecker. Bob Uecker announcing. Yeah, he was there. It's really mm-hmm. weird. Match uh, shows a showcase of what real wrestler abilities are. I mean, they punch <laughs> and kick. And you. <laughs> I've missed his sarcasm so much. There's a body slam in there. But uh, compared to today's wrestling, it's pretty dull and boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much a 17-minute snooze fest, but it is a tremendous moment in professional wrestling history that cemented the WWF in pop culture minds. And it was a big you know, body slam right around the world. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd put it on there as 10. You know, you know, that match looks worse when you watch WrestleMania in succession because with the match right before it, 
is so good. Really? The match is not right before it's not right before it. I know which one you were talking to, and we'll get there. I'm sure you trust will. me. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get but there. But it is not the match that is right. directly in front of it's it. Not, well still, that it's, match is right before is before it. It's yes, like, and it's it's after hard. that you like punch, punch, kick, kick. This kick. match is terrible. Yeah, so oh, it is. You're number ten. Okay. Well, because of the It's it's yeah. historically yeah. significant. Well, that's, but that, it's bad. Well, like, that's important. It's, it's I mean you could count the punches and kicks. Well, you have to understand at that point Andre could not move. Yeah. You get shows. Like, like if you watch WrestleMania six, him and Haku versus Demolition, and this is three years later, and he's still wrestling. He doesn't even get in the ring. And the one time he does, he gets tied up in the ropes. He cannot move. Mm. And the WWE was trying so hard, or F. It was Vince. Okay, was trying so hard to give him one last payday and try to milk him for all he was worth. And it's just, it's sad to look at him and how he just could not move. But... Well, because this isn't anybody's criteria for best matches. This is your criteria right, for best matches. Right. Because sometimes you'll take a, a lackluster match, but you put it with all this background and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I knew you guys yeah. wouldn't pick it because we all don't like. Well, he can go straight <laughs> to hell. Good giant. No, I'm <laughs> I love Andre. I, I know we can. That would have been in my top twenty. Right to hell. That would have been in my top twenty. I figured I should throw it out there. Come all right. I knew you guys wouldn't, and because it's important. <laughs> because we wouldn't. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. All right. Now, why would you? I don't want to hear any shit about my number 10. Okay. Okay. Because alcohol. Drink it. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, because of course you know I've got to get a Steiner match in there. <laughs> and I really tried hard to push the All right, yeah. <laughs> Let's let, hold on. Give me a classic top 10 match ever with the Steiner brothers. Steiner brothers versus uh, Brett and Owen Hart from WrestleFest 1994. Okay. <laughs> have you ever seen that match? No, it's I have not. Fucking awesome. <laughs> well, I can imagine Brett and Owen were in it. <laughs> Somebody had to carry those other two. I'm sorry. Oh. You, you throw fastballs like that. I'm just going. Uncle gone. Scott's on his way over, by the way, because it's the holiday season. You, you tell Uncle Scott I said what's up, and that I won't be here when he gets here. <laughs> I've yep. got a tiger, and uh, I know how to do math. I know he won't be here in time. But <laughs> I picked this match because it was... Steiner Brothers. No, not just that. <laughs> but when you take... Because this is before Scott was too big and could barely move. So he was still very mobile. This is when he had just gotten to WWF. He just and, started the roids. Right. Allegedly. Anyway. But the four of these guys, they, there's no breaks. They're going back and forth, and it's smooth. And it, they had the Brett and Owen thing going on. You can see that. So it was brothers versus brothers, like legitimate brothers. So that helped. And it was a great match. It's probably one of the only tag team matches I have on here. Except for maybe my next couple picks. But whatever. <laughs> my next couple? You know. As in like 9 through 7. But, <laughs> but don't worry about that. Um, so yeah, I picked that match. Steiner Brothers versus Brett and Owen Hart. Number 10. You can't deny that's a great match. Because you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen I, it again, <laughs> the criteria is your best slash favorite matches. If you can argue it, who gives a fuck? And number one is, is Scott Steiner versus Goldberg. Is that, are you sure it's not Scott Steiner versus the Tiger? I feel like <laughs> that's got to be in there somewhere. Number nine, Danny J. Number nine. Um, Going to go with a match that has gotten some... A lot of people either really like it or really don't. They, so the people that really don't don't see the interest in it, and I don't understand why because um, it's a fantastic match. This it's, is uh, Doink the Clown versus Gangrel. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you got to go with Doink. Um, no, I'm talking about uh, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels uh, at WrestleMania 10, the 60 minute Iron Man match. There's WrestleMania 12. 12. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Jesus. I have WrestleMania 10 on here twice. WrestleMania 10 wrestled Owen in a great match. 
That might be coming later. <laughs> um, but no. This is going to be the Bret Hart's top ten. No. And he's on Michael's top ten. He's only in a few. I did um, a ticker on mine to see who, who was in the most matches. And mine's not Bret Hart. Mine either. Or Shawn Michaels. What? Son of a... Traitor. Um, actually, I think it's... It's probably Shawn Michaels, but it is Shawn Michaels. <laughs> um, so but me and, me and Danny's are the same. Probably. <laughs> but it was really well done. A lot of people don't like that. Oh, there were no falls in it. I think the idea that they did not give up any falls and had to go to overtime increases the value of the match. I mean, you had the, the, the entrance that Shawn does at the very beginning with on the, the zip, zip line. line. Yeah. It's just fucking amazing, you know. Did you ever see the video of Vince McMahon doing that? No. There's a video of Vince McMahon doing it because he wouldn't ask anybody to do it unless he tried it himself. Right. Ooh. So he's on that same zip line and he just, boop. It's earlier in the day. Pretty but I, and he starts dancing. It's weird. It's, it's, very, it's one of the most well-done matches I've seen, especially considering you have to get an hour plus mm-hmm. worth of, of things out of it. Plus, it started out as, and if you, and this is one thing, shout out to uh, Something to Wrestle With, another pro- podcast, Bruce Pritchard, enjoy the hell out of it, um, in case you've never listened to that one. I have, I've also listened to Tony Schiavone's. I listened to that not one. Not a fan okay. of Schiavone's, it's not as, it's, He's it's, kind of a dick. It's not as good, but, well, Bruce is really a dick, too. Hmm. But, um, the, uh, are you writing down a podcast name over there? Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're talking about how it originally was scheduled to be part one of a part one of a yep, three, there's alarm going off. three match extravaganza. It stopped. <laughs> it's probably my keys, my apologies. But yeah, it was supposed to be part one of a three match uh, trilogy, tr- three match trilogy, uh, three matches wow, where they were hard. supposed to be, uh, Brett was finally supposed to go over or put Sean over at the very end and, mm-hmm. and endorse him and it never really turned out that way. Hmm, wow. But um, <laughs> fantastic match. If you've never seen it, give it a try. It is an hour and ten minutes long, yep. so you do have to Fast realize that you're going to be busy for an hour and you know, fifteen minutes. When I compare that, because that's all you have to do to other compared to other Iron Man matches, the first two that come to mind are uh, The Rock, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar versus Kurt, Kurt Angle. Angle. And of those three, that's the best one. Mm-hmm. And that's good quality. I have are, another. Those are good matches. I have another two that you might want to consider, but we'll talk about one of them's an honorable mention, and the other one we'll talk about off the air. Okay. AJ Styles? No. I think he had an on that match. Anyway. So, okay. That's a good pick. I, I really want to shit on that pick. But, but I, you can't. But. Because I didn't shit. On, I, I didn't shit on your Steiner pick, so. Dude, did that make my list? <laughs> I think I just missed it. Oh, I'm sorry. Just my missed bad. the list. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite match for the longest time. It was. Like, it when was it happened, good. it was my favorite match up for. A good a long time. Tony? My number nine is one you guys may not have heard of. It's um, 1992 Royal Rumble. <laughs> it had uh, British Bulldog, Ted DiBiase, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Greg DeHammer Valentine, Big Boss Man, Nikita Koloff, Jim Duggan, Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake, Jimmy Snuka, Undertaker, Virgil, you, you Hogan, all down? <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter, Sid Vicious, and a couple more. You know what I like, starting out. You know what I like about that Rumble? It shows what kind of a dick Hogan is. Hogan gets legitimately eliminated from the Rumble by Sid. And what does he do? He says, oh, let me shake your hand. Nah, I pull you out of the ring because I'm a dick. Well, yeah. that's so they can set up the WrestleMania match. No, but it made Hogan a bad guy. 
Hogan has been doing questionable shit for years. As long as you're saying your prayers and eating your vitamins and roiding up <laughs> and hulking up and pointing to people going, you. And boning guys' wives. Whoa. Whoa. There's a, there's a video. I know, I know. Now, but, two things about this match that you didn't put out because you didn't do any work like I did. Was <laughs> apparently when uh, Hogan got thrown out, everybody in the audience cheered. And WWF didn't like that. So later, supposedly, I haven't checked this, but later, supposedly, when they replay it, they cut that out so that you can't hear everybody cheering. I believe it. The backlash was was starting at that point. Yeah. And then the other thing was, Flair said in his his memoir that um, he didn't know he was going to win that night until he got there. And they were like, you're going to win. He was like, holy shit, okay. (laughs) He's like, "Uh, I'd go 60 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we know. He's like, I'm fucking Ric Flair, bitch. Speaking, Mm. segue, did you watch the 30 for 30? On The Nature Boy. Of course. It was great, wasn't it? It was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Tony, if you've never seen it, ESPN did a documentary, mm-hmm. Nature Boy 30 for 30. Really good. Worth right. watching. I'll check it out. Tell Write me. that down with the podcast thing. Yeah. Write it down. 30 for 30. All right. Hey, I, I, I can't bitch at that pick. That is a quality late 10 <laughs> round of, of a pick. Very, very high on the list. I, I'm right there with you. All right, now, let me tell you what I originally had as my number nine. Okay. Because now it's off the list. Didn't even get out of mention. was TLC2. That, and I was watching that. It's probably on your list. Sorry, Tony. Nope. So, and I was watching that, and then the next match that came up, I had forgot about. It's the Young Bucks versus the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Addiction. Ladder War 6. It was from September of last year, 2016. That I was watching it on like, YouTube. And that match came up, and I was like, oh, I remember this match. And I watched it right after that. And I was like, well, that just got stressed off the list. Because this <laughs> fucking match, these six guys do work. They make, you know, bless their hearts, you know, all the guys in the TLC match. But they make them look like they weren't even fucking trying. And that's hard, because there's that spot in that match where the Edge spears Jeff Hardy. There's nothing like that in this match. But uh, that, I just feel, was a better match. And I need to give a shout-out to the Young Bucks, Motor City Machine Guns, and the Addiction. Oh, one wow. sweet over there. A little one sweet. And the addiction, of course, you know Tony is Christopher Daniels addiction. and Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also knows bad influence. Great guys. Um, none of these guys. I think Christopher Daniels had a couple coffee, couple tryout matches with the WWE, and that's about it. The rest of these guys are all been pretty much everywhere, but hmm. they're all huge right now. And I don't think I've never seen, seen that. Oh God, it's a great match. Is that Ring of Honor? Yes, yeah, Ring of Honor. That would probably be why. You're not watching Ring of Honor? It's not that I'm not watching Ring of Honor. It's just not on my radar. You know what's the best about Ring of Honor? Is they if, feed it into New Japan? Yeah, that too. But no, um, if you want to watch their show, you go to their website and it's just there. Okay. And it's only there for the week unless you subscribe to some stuff. But just go on there and you watch it at your leisure. Hmm. This is a good match that just happened. A little plug for the Ring of Honor uh, pot show there. Um, the Elite which is the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega wrestle, um, none of you will know, but Rocky Romero and the Best Friends is the name of the tag team there. Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta. They just had a six-man tag match. Fucking phenomenal. Didn't make my list, but fucking phenomenal. Check that, that out. So I'm going to recommend that for you offline. Okay. Uh-huh. For everybody. Number right. nine. Ladder number War, number six. It's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Again, another match you can't shit on because you've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen it, yeah. So you're 0 for 2 on I'm, mine. I'm not going to shit on your matches just for the, okay, yes, I am. But, the um, problem here is that, it's, I'm gonna, not going to lie, there's going to be some matches on here that you're like, I've never seen that. I, and I'm sure. Because you are a much bigger fan of indies than I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some, but you are a bigger fan of, of more independent things. Right. 
My problem with indies is you've got there is a super high level of talent, mm-hmm. and then it drops considerably, mm-hmm. and you can't. It's it's almost unwatchable how some so bad some of the indie things it's like, are. Like uh, WCW. <laughs> kind of at a certain point. It's yeah. kind of like when you go from the first match to WCW. It's great. Like Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Oh, what's uh, what's uh, <laughs> Alex Wright saved by the bell doing here? <laughs> All right, Prince later. All so right, number it's eight. funny that you said phenomenal, and you discussed Christopher Daniels because ah. my number eight includes both of those gentlemen and Samoa Joe and Samoa Joe, <laughs> and I am talking about AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels from TNN or TNN TNA, TNA Unbreakable 2005 um, X Division Championship. Um, fantastic match. I was doing research, and I had completely forgotten that I had watched this match. And I saw it, I was like, oh, oh, I need to turn that on. And I turned it on, and I watched it, and I immediately messaged Tony saying, Tony, watch this fucking match. It's great. Um, this is what a triple threat is supposed to be. Triple threats, a lot of times you see teams just, or, or people, they fight. One guy gets the shit kicked out of him, and then he's out of the way for like, yeah. you know, five minutes. And then he comes back, and somebody else gets... No, yeah, these guys... So- went hard for 28 minutes and it was just and it's it's earlier AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels so they got some of their big moves the big flying moves and just fantastic and you forget how how well Samoa Joe can move yeah. for a big well, guy then, he can this really was, fucking move this was more than 10 years ago so it was a yeah. young Joe at that yeah so um, fantastic match. If you've never seen it, and I, based on you know the fact that TNA is in the shitter, and most of you probably haven't. Um, <laughs> sorry, did I just trouble, make a, trouble, 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 trouble? Make a shot at TNA, um, but no, it um, it's definitely worth watching. Um, belongs on any top ten list when you're talking about I can't, triple threat, I can't TNA, <laughs> you know anything like that. So that was my, Tony's number one. <laughs> my number eight is uh, that match right there. They had two triple threat matches. The, the, that is the better one. Of that is the better one. I, I started watching the second one, yeah. and I'm like, this is good. Not as good, but it's good. I, I, I will say that during my research of my top 50 matches, that I, I watched most of the matches. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took so long for me to do this. Well, you know. Um, I love that match. That's all I'm going to say about that. Tony? He's got nothing for that. No. <laughs> never seen it, never heard of him. But uh, we'll I'm check sure it out. Yeah. No, I we should have a viewing party. <laughs> My number eight is a uh, is a match uh, between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Okay, it's a nineteen ninety seven Survivor Series. Oh, he go with the screw job. You I know mean, what? It's, it's, you got to hit it on. All right, that's that's a good match. It is until, actually a good. Yeah, yeah. Up until the end, well, it's, it's a good that, match. And then there's all the every the minutia and conspiracy there's, around there's, it. There's there are hours upon hours upon hours of podcast yeah. and books there's, and of people about that. Yeah, there's that, documentaries so. on what happened, you know what I mean? Wrestling with like, shadows. You ask every you ask Brett Mike or uh, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. <laughs> and he likes wrestling. <laughs> yes, Brett Hart, he's got a story. Yes, Shawn Michaels, he's got a story. Yes, Vince McMahon. You know what I felt bad for was Earl Hebner. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Earl had a ring to bell. Yeah. Felt like shit for a few years. That's um I'm not going to say that's a top ten all time match, but it's a good match. I mean, so, it's just I mean, one of the most talked about matches. Of it all is time. very it's talked about. It, it is a very famous match. Yeah. But it's, they start out and they're just they fight and it's but they they're in the crowd. Nothing's really going on. You can see neither one of them was really into it. Well, for Sean, you can see why he yeah, wasn't into yeah. it because he knew we got to fuck this guy over. And Brett was just on his way out. He was, yeah. you know. 
He didn't I, want to hurt himself before he moved over to. I like, feel like you could probably argue it based on how significant it was because yeah. you don't have the screw job like this and the attitude era doesn't get off the ground like it was. It's true. You know, Vince McMahon decided to, to make himself a heel boss character and that this was really the beginning of that really. I mean It sure was. So Yeah. Can't argue with you and I and I won't try. Yeah. Um my turn, huh? Yeah, sure. Remember? All right, so give me another match you've never fucking heard of. <laughs> I, I know you both have heard of both of these people. Um, we Don't bet. <laughs> Dean Malenko versus mm. Ultimo Dragon, Starcade 1997. We watched oh. it! <laughs> I know you've seen this match. Did we I watch it? Um, I'm not sure we watched that particular match. We watched those guys wrestle before. Yeah, we've seen yes. them wrestle a couple of times. <laughs> that was a good match. <laughs> that, it wasn't enough to save two, that pay-per-view, but it was a good match. <laughs> <laughs> anytime those two... Are in the ring together, it's fucking magic. Match one, first match of the card. Uh, I think it was match one or two. I, don't yeah, know, probably. I went right to that it's match. Eight, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the pay But it was early on in the card. Yeah. I guarantee it. Uh, so you know, yeah. Anytime. Anytime these two are in the ring, it's it's magic. It's effortless. These guys are both at this point. You know, this is late '97, damn near '98. So they wrestled each other a bunch of times. They know each other's shit in and out. Malenko, highly underrated uh-huh. wrestler. Probably one of the... Oh, that's a, there's a podcast. Underrated wrestlers. Underrated huh? wrestlers. Tony, good idea. I like where your head's at. I mean, he's number one, right? <laughs> he's, um, he's ridiculous. He's definitely up there. Christopher Daniels would be on there. Christopher Daniels has to be in the top three. That poor uh, fucking guy. Boss, man. All right, Doom Nation, stand by for our next Welcome Back podcast, Top 10 Underrated Wrestlers. 2018. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> coming soon. Yeah, coming 2018. So top 10 or so it's Hogan. And then... Uh, <laughs> no, no. Underrated. No, not 10. overrated. No. Oh, underrated. underrated. Underrated wrestlers. Hogan not overrated not wrestlers. Okay. Doink the, the Clown. Doink the Clown would be on the list, yeah. believe it or not. That fucking guy's amazing. All right. So yeah, that's my number eight. I'm, I can't shit on it. <laughs> I, I don't, this is I'm, not going to be one of those podcasts I, where we shouldn't just like, wow, that's a good match. Or I didn't hear that. Yeah. I mean, I can't shit on it. So. All right. So number seven. One of my favorite gimmicks of all times is the war games. <laughs> I fucking love war games. It's so cheesy and corny, but is it I mean, Sting Squadron versus the Horse it is. <laughs> it's the Dangerous Alliance. Oh, the Dangerous Alliance, yes. And it's just it's it's so cheesy and corny, but you got the two rings. Tony, in case you don't know, war games. Oh, I remember. Two. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> we we did it. We did an episode, and we're like, I was like. I have questions. <laughs> oh, that's right. Like, what's that going is right. on with this? <laughs> that's right. That was the so, one. It was Sting Squadron, which consisted of Sting, Barry Windham, Dustin Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, and Nikita Koloff okay. versus the Dangerous Alliance, Steve Austin, Rick Rude, Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, and Larry Zabisco. Ooh. That's a fucking group of people yeah, right insane. there. All right, so just with that list right there, you can ima- you've never seen the match, but fucking amazeballs. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh... War Games from Wrestle War 1992. Mm. Fan fucking tastic. It's... It's it's another one of those where you know the two guys start and then the heel wins the coin toss because of course they do. Has the face ever won the coin toss? I event? think so, but it's not as good. And then the heel wins the coin toss, and then they get in and beat the shit, and then everything gets going and gets to the very end, and and Sting Squadron picks up the victory. It's it's hard to really super love it because because of the two cages, like the camera angles are yeah, bad. You, you can't always get the good shots. But at the same time, there were dudes in the cage. Yeah, the cameramen, which I thought was like somebody give them guys fucking hazard pay. Yeah, because you've got ten motherfuckers at some point in there, and just blood. Gotta love the blood. Steve Austin had hair. He did have hair. Mm-hmm. 
He wasn't follically challenged. Too stunning. Impaired. Impaired? I'm sorry. My, my apologies. Jesus. Hey, I'm not follically impaired, no, so... You're not. You know. I've got a full, delicious head of hair. Got a, delicious. It's got a beautiful, delicious. That's delicious. It is delicious. I haven't it's vicious, and, vicious delicious. and delicious. Yep. I've seen that match more than one occasion. I really wish I could shit on it, but that was a good match. As gimmick <laughs> matches go, I'm not a big fan of the gimmick match. Um, you know, I think there's only one on my list. That was the ladder match. Um, that one's really good. Because like, the reason why that was good is because you have ten guys that can work in there. Yeah, it wasn't a spot fest. Every single one of them could work. Yeah, it was. A, it was a good. They could the, work. The only one that I think that probably is a little bit lower on the list than all of the rest of them is Nikita Koloff, and that's predominantly because he got hurt, and he didn't pretty much have any end his return his career, and then he he became uh, born again and has been doing stuff with that. But and he actually he changed his name legally to Nikita Koloff. He did. And but, talked with a Russian accent until he retired. Wasn't he at the last of... Uh, no, that was that was Nikolai Volkov. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's When you said Nikita earlier in, in the Royal Rumble, I'm like, ah, it was Nikolai, but I'm not going to yeah, correct Yeah, yeah, my him. bad, my but bad. But now that you brought it up... Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, so, no, correct me, please. But but no, it was um, it was Nikita, and he he probably that had I mean, isn't more. that the one we saw at BCW? Yes, that was, that was, that was Nikolai. Oh, Nikolai, okay. Nikolai. He's actually Russian. Well, he's, he's Lithuanian. He's Lithuanian, yeah. yeah. Close enough. Yeah. He's he's a little bit closer than Nikita is, so. Gotcha. As in, he's actually of Russian descent. Same area. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, fantastic match. War Games. Enjoy it. Also, if you've never seen the uh, the, the the War Games DVD Blu-ray set. I haven't seen that. It's a lot of fun. Is it? If you like the War Games, it's worth watching at least once. I don't know if I can mm. watch that many War Games matches in a row. You don't watch them <laughs> all in a row. There? Like 10? They, WCW Wait, used to do, do it you every have it? year. Yeah. Bring it on over. Blu-ray. Okay, fine. <laughs> I will. They used to do one every year. Like, Fall Brawl became War Games. Really? And then they stopped doing it. Right around the time, like, I think the NWO in, like, 97, 98 was, I think, the last one that yeah. they did. And then they, they just recently did one. Yeah. For with, NXT, uh, NXT, which was great. And it was won by Adam Cole, baby! That's right. Getting Adam Cole in there. <laughs> So that is my number seven. Oh, I, I love Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I know you do. They're, they've been one of my favorite tag teams for a long time. Congratulations, boys. Welcome. You know, Good job on the NXT Championship. You guys want to come on the podcast? We'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> By all means. And bring Adam Cole. Baby! Bring with him. You. Bring everybody. Except for Hulk Hogan. Fuck that guy. He can go straight to hell. Right, right, right here. here. Straight to hell. Tony, number seven? So my number seven, we went from uh, one screw job to the other screw job. It's a uh, Money in the Bank 2011. Oh. What it, it wanted. So you going to say Fabulous Moolah versus Wendy Richter? Nah, nah. That is a screw job. It is. CM Punk versus John Cena. Okay. It's a fucking good match, man. It is a good match. It's a good match, but you also have to watch the, the Raw. The pipe bomb? The pipe bomb, you know, to get the whole picture of it. <laughs> favorite part of hi, the pipe Cole bomb. Hi, Cole Cabana. Yeah, was that. He goes, hi, Cole Cabana, who had re- gotten fired like, not long before. Yeah. So... That's what I have. I have an explanation of it, but I mean, people know what it is. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard yeah. of CM Punk's pipe bomb. Yeah. And so, CM Punk, if you like to come on the podcast, we'll talk about wrestling. Don't talk about MMA. <laughs> I'd like to talk to him about MMA. How'd it feel to get your ass kicked? I wouldn't Back. talk to him that way. <laughs> I would. But I'd like to, I mean, you would, because you've got championship belts over there. That's you right. You would fucking do that. He's got one in the fridge. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's where you keep those. Yeah. Next to the ice cream pops. All right. But anyway, another important match, so I'm putting it in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was right when CM Punk became CM Punk. Like, he was famous, but then he became yeah. uber famous. And, and it's actually a good match. It is a good match. Best in the world, 2011. That is a good it match. It has been so long. Yeah, it has. All right, number seven. 
I may get shit for this one because it's so low on the list. Okay. Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat, Shot Town Rumble. Now, the problem with this series of matches that these two guys have is that you can't pick all three. You only you pick yes. one and have it represent all of them. Now, if you wanted to pick series of top ten series of matches, that's in there because yeah. that's fucking great. because at, at one point I had more than one of this series matches on here, and I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to pick my favorite one of the three, and that'll represent the entire trilogy because okay, it's my the, list. And for some of those that haven't seen it, tell us what happens in that match. An amazing fucking match. <laughs> Who wins? Oh, Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat wins the um, world title. The big gold belt, too. The big cool, gold belt. Which is cool because, I don't it's know. It's the big like gold it. belt. I like it. I always love that belt. But if you want to, these guys I don't think have ever gone under 45 minutes. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> That's why they call him the 60 Minute Man. Now, what's funny about these two guys is they started wrestling each other back in, I think it was the 70s. Mm-hmm. So by the time this came out, this was, someone, I didn't write down the year, did I? I did not. It was either 1990, 91, somewhere around there. It was, you, you said Chi-Town Rumble. It was 89. 89. There you go. Better. I was close. Long time. Long time ago. Either way. But they had been wrestling each other for quite a while. More than... North of a decade. And they just knew each other cold. Ric Flair would say, so by that time, we, were, we could have wrestled each other with our eyes closed. We just knew each other that well. And these two fucking guys are some of the best workers of all time. And you put them in the ring and they have a series of matches. This wasn't the first one, so they had been reacclimated to each other. And they just made fucking magic. As a matter of fact, forget I said that. We're going to move it up the list. Nope. Keep it where it is. But that's my number seven. <laughs> you sure you don't want to change it in the middle? Nope. That is a Johnny Steiner hallmark <laughs> Johnny of top tens. I want to change it. Hold up. Honorable mention. I want to add You're this in. one in there. You're in. All right. Roddy yeah. Roddy Piper. That's where I'm going. No, he didn't make the list. No, no, because he... Oh, I get it, yeah. All you right. get it now? All right. I get it. Number six. Number six. All right. Um, well... I'm going to go with this one for a couple reasons. One, for historical significance. Two, it's a fantastic match. And um, I feel like it was one of the turning points that caused WWE to change. This is Dr. Clown versus Gangrel. God damn it. Does he have a red (laughs) viscous fluid? Yes. (laughs) Total red viscous fluid. No, um, it was probably um, the best match at WrestleMania 10 which is saying something because that also included Brett and Owen, which was another fantastic match. Mm-hmm. This match went longer than it was supposed to, and it screwed 10 guys out of a WrestleMania payday. But according to uh, Bob Holly's book, which I've read, he was not mad about it because it was a fucking amazing match. Um, we're going to go with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, ladder match, um, WrestleMania 10. As soon as you said, this close. As soon as you said ladder, um, WrestleMania 10, that was my yeah. pick. I was like, this close to picking it. Yeah, no, it's it is a phenomenal match. It is, it is what you want your um, or ladder matches to be. Start out slow, start to ramp up, and then it become a can you top this? Not exactly a spot fest. I mean, there's plenty of spots in it, but you mix a good amount of you know amount of things in it. And I mean, we've talked before about how Shawn Michaels could you know wrestle with a broom and and it'd be a great match but yeah. he had Razor you, Ramon who is challenge Razor he's good uh, he's, so a lot of times he just sits around and hey yo yo if he's got a, a somebody that but he wants he, to yeah. dance with they, he's right. like Jericho yeah. you put a good wrestler in there and he'll, he'll match him I'm interested in how Jericho is going to do against Omega coming up here and Omega's going to rock him I think so too but I think like Kenny is I think next Ome- level I think him. Omega is going to let Jericho get his spots I think Jericho gets up for it I really do but yeah. I think I think Omega wins but still um 
But yeah, so getting back to it, the ladder match. Ladder match, just phenomenal. Because yeah, I got some stuff to say about this. Do you? I do. You don't like it? We'll see. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not the most exciting ladder match I've ever seen. But you've got to understand, there's only been maybe like one or two ladder matches ever that, yeah. in the WWF or, or anywhere that I've ever seen at that point. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Right. With a better ladder match. The, the first one, you think so? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, you're right. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> uh, but um, but no, it is it is fantastic in that it's, you know, you, you've got to... It goes out there and it makes it to you get to the the main event, which is you know Yokozuna Bret Hart. And it's like <laughs> beat that fuckers. Beat so, that fuckers. But that's my number six. Ah, that. Um, first of all, you, you picked the wrong ladder match. If you're going to pick those two in a ladder match, you pick SummerSlam. I like that, SummerSlam. That was a better ladder match. I, I, they worked out the kinks of the first match. I I like SummerSlam, but I think. I still have, again, and this is a favorite, I still feel like the WrestleMania match is my favorite of the two. Yeah. Well, you know, how does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm seeing you can use my stuff. Good for you. Um, and there's been better ladder matches since then, but that's, they would, you know, they climbed Mount Everest first, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, technically they didn't, but whatever. Well. No one saw that Bret Hart match. No one, yeah, no one saw that match. And they did a bunch in Stampede, but no one mm-hmm. saw those either. <laughs> Stampede, it's, it's Canadian. There's actually one with Bret Hart and uh, Bad News Allen, or Brandis Brown, if you will. That was pretty good. I believe Considering it. it was back then, you know, if you hold it up against yeah, well, now, it's just not going to hold up. I mean, right. Bret Hart, I mean, uh, you do like Jeff Hardy and The Undertaker. It's like, wow, that was a way better ladder match. Well, no yeah. shit. <laughs> right. But um, you picked the wrong match. That's all I got to say I about mean, that. again, uh, you're welcome to you know, your That was a opinion. really bad pick. You know, like, you know what, let me pick a ladder match to put on my list. And you're like, let me find the one that's the worst. All right, I can't do that. Two steps up, that's my match. Of the thousand ladder matches, that's the one you went with. That's okay. That's good. <laughs> Ouch. Tony? I mean, again, he, he's entitled to his very wrong opinion. Uh-huh. My number six, picked, he also picked a match with RoboCop in it. Did you? I did. No, you. No, fuck that. <laughs> I thought about it. I mean, RoboCop, everybody needs him there. Drop it. Mm. June 28, 1998, Undertaker versus Mankind. Get the... Match. Yeah. Hell in the Cell. Now, that it, now if you watch the match, it's kind of slow and kind of boring a little bit because it's no. a lot of... No, it's not. No, it is because a lot of it is Mick recovering from the damage <laughs> yeah. that he's Oh, taken. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just chucked this motherfucker off top of the cage. Well, I, I'm just telling you, it's like, hey, this this match is like 40 minutes long. I'm not going to I'm not going to disagree with wrestling. this. <laughs> I would it's because I thought he was dead. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, are you alive? Give me a minute. Yeah. Even <laughs> he's laying on the ground. I'm going to need a second here, fellas. Um... And then he put the thumbtacks down. He slammed yeah. the thumbtacks twice. And that second spot that he took was not supposed to happen. Oh, really? Through the cage? Through the cage was not supposed oh, to yeah, happen. Oh, yeah, you can tell I've heard both ways. I've, I've heard it was supposed to break, but not like that. Like it was supposed to give, and then it would break, well, and it then broke, it would fall through. It broke through. when they were walking through it. Right. Like you could see that, because they were like, holy but shit. I, but I've also heard that they were supposed to do that spot. It would weaken it, and yeah. then they would kick it open and throw each other in the ring. Yeah. I mean, they're big boys yeah. walking around. Well, again, I'm going to have to use something, you know. You were like, hey, I'm going to pick a Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. You're like, here's the best one, here's the worst one. I'm going to go two steps up, and that's the one you went with. Mm-hmm. You are a, so wrong. Really? Because, dude, you take out those two spots, take out the... the... Okay, fine. You can, But you cannot take those two stop or spots out of that match. They are... It's the whole match. 
It's, okay. It's have, Mick Foley have, jumping have, off it, really Have you places. ever seen somebody before that do that? And just I remember watching this kid going. It's a question. Have you ever seen anybody do it after that? Yes. <laughs> not after really. they did it. Oh, my God. Shane McMahon. Well, he's crazy. No, it, it's, it cemented McFoley in everybody's, you know, place. Like, I'll agree shit, with that. It that gave him a... That guy's yeah. fucking crazy. We might see this one again. And That's all he, I'm fucking didn't he, saying. Didn't he smash his teeth through his lip? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of his teeth was in his nose. Yeah, yeah. And it, he was trying to push his tongue through his lip to show that it went through, and it looked yeah. like he was smiling like, that son of a bitch is smiling! Yeah. But, so. yeah, it's... it's not a great match. Technically, technically, it's, it's like not it. a great match. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's just I mean, like Andre again, and, and again with John. Hulk I mean, Hogan. it's it's hey, all subjective. You know what a better Hell in a Cell match is? What the one right before Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. That is a fantastic well, match. <laughs> all right, whatever. My number there six. Might be the top five all Shawn Michael matches coming up. My number six. All right, let me talk about another match. My my number six is Smojo versus Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, and Rainbow. Oh five. Okay. But you talk about triple threat matches. Originally, I was thinking about doing another triple threat match. It was WrestleMania 20, Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, Triple H. I watched that match, and I was like, oh, it's a good match. But... I wrote it down, and then I was like, but... I'm watching, I'm like, there's a better triple threat match. And then I watched <coughs> this match. And I was like, yep, way better match. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time watching matches that didn't make my list. Um, but I wanted to mention that match, because it was a... You know, we won't talk about anything else, like we always do on this, because he comes up, but... When Chris Benoit won the title, you know, it was a good match. And emotionally, it meant more than the Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Chris Daniels match. Right. It had more of a build, more of a story. It meant more. Eddie Guerrero came out. It was a very emotional match. It was WrestleMania. <clears throat> when you take those factors out, the match itself, the AJ <clears throat> match is just way better. It is just three guys that are with it. Like they, You can see they huddled up and was like, all right, guys, we've been up and down the roads together. Let's go out there and tear this motherfucker down. I'm uh, not going to disagree with you on it because, one, it's already on my list, and two, I'm I'm not as high on the other match as you are. Hmm. It would be in my top 50. <laughs> the quality <laughs> pick. It would be in my top 15. Top no, it'd be in my top 15. I'm going to get you a t-shirt made. It'd be in my top 15. Top 50. Uh, Tony, oh, you got anything to say about that match? We've already I, talked I, about it. I, it's, I don't. Big Daddy did call me, by the way. Big Daddy called you? He called me. He wanted me to let you guys know that uh, he didn't want to hear any bullshit coming out of either one of you. He had chair shots lined up. Oh, shit. <laughs> he apparently knows your wife's, your wife and your girlfriend's uh, number. So That's why we sent them away for the podcast. That's yes. true, but they got to come back at some point. Ah, shit. Yeah. You got me there. So. All right. So, number... Five. Already at number five. We are at number five. We're, well, we're we are, going, we're, moving right along. We are forty-six minutes in now that I look at it. It has <laughs> felt like ten, but it's been because, forty-six minutes it's because it's been fun. We haven't it's done been this in a fun, while. Yeah, you know. So number five. Um, so anyway, uh, it's <laughs> go ahead. It's um, Undertaker Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Wow. Hey. Uh, I'm sorry, John. I I highly disagree with you, and I will continue to do so. <clears throat> um, this match, like, we had already seen the Hell in a Cell. We knew what it was, and it was like, how are we going to ramp up? Because we have to stand out from that other mm-hmm. one. And um, they did. And The problem is they ramped it up so much, you're never going to really top that. I, I know. If it was crazy enough unless, to do it, it would be Jeff Hardy. Yeah, unless you have some kind of serious shit going on. And the fact that he got thrown off the top of the Hell in a Cell... Then through the Hell in the Cell, which, by the way, he also hit his head on the metal, again, going down. And then took a shitload of thumbtacks to the back. 
You know, I wonder if he actually felt that because his body had to be yeah. Honestly, that if, I, if you had to pick one, I'd take the thumbtacks over the falling <laughs> to the eight stories. <laughs> well, he says the second one hurt more. I'm sure it did. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't think he was honestly. He, he, he just pop a couple he, per- Percocet anyway. He was expecting the first one. I don't think he was expecting the second, which one. would make it hurt more. Yeah. yeah. So, and when you see the Undertaker, his face when he put him through there, like he had a oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> moment. You could definitely tell he was like. Um, Stay in character. I mean, uh, if you're alive, move your foot. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I I think that you know we had just gotten through with you know Austin Michaels at WrestleMania Attitude Era is underway, and you know somebody had to do something to differentiate themselves between Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it's just like I remember watching it on TV on on pay per view. I was at a buddy's house. We were watching it, and we were both like. Did that Holy just fucking shit, happen? Yeah. I had the same. I watched and it live too. Well, you we, could tell the vibe from the crowd, and everyone was like, "Okay, stop." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's like whenever it breaks over into to where you're kind of losing the crowd because this is fucking dangerous, and we actually care about Mick Foley. That's mm-hmm. impressive. The only other time I felt that way is when Mick Foley wrestled uh, the Rock, and he had his hands handcuffed behind his back, and the Rock just kept beating him in the head yeah, with a steel chair. chair. It was like, all and right, enough's love, enough. They man. love those fucking chairs, dude. They don't anymore. They, you no, know, that not was, anymore. That was, that was no when blood. you could hit somebody in the fucking head with a chair. And, this is, and that match is why you can't. Yeah. So, but it's his, I think it's historically significant. It is historically significant. It is. Like, I have, it, there's not a lot of action to it, but at the same time, I don't feel it's boring because you're sitting there going, did he just fucking, and then well, the fact that they show yeah. it, over yeah. and over and over. And you're well, just like, God what damn. I say when I say it's boring, I don't mean it's boring. It's obviously not boring. I mean that there's not a lot that goes on because it takes so long for them to give time for Mick to recover. Right. So they're filling it with playing the replay twenty times. Had a vamp Terry line. Funk runs in. Like they have all this all this side stuff going on to give right. Mick enough time to go. Are you okay, dude? Well, you know, you got to give Mick fully respect for what he was able to do in that match yeah. and to live through it. Yeah. And you could tell there was a moment where he's like, "Oh, the only other one of these we've ever seen was Shawn Michaels versus." All right, so the Undertaker is a constant. What's the variable? Oh, it's me and Shawn Michaels. Well, I can't do what he can do, but I can, I can do something can't. else. Yeah, exactly. And Shawn let me Michaels show you what I can do. Yeah. Shawn Michaels wouldn't have done that. No. Also, very underrated if you've never seen it, or if you have, and think about it. The um, Shawn Michaels versus Mankind '96 um, Mind Games. Mind Games. Great match. They also had another really good match. It was just a, it was a raw match in '97, mm-hmm. and those two went in there, and it was fucking phenomenal. Nice. It was really good. It had a clean finish. Well, clean it, clean it, cleanish, cleanish. So, that's my number five, and um, number yeah. five. All right. It's not my turn. So I'm gonna put my <sighs> list down. Let me see. Go. May twenty first, two thousand one, tag team match. Chris Benoit. Ah, uh, I'm just kidding. Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho versus Steve Austin, Triple H. Okay. Good match. That is a good match. Uh, Austin and H Cubed uh, versus two fan faves that are still rising up. Two teams work really well together, and they go hard. Pretty much everything Chris Benoit does goes hard, as you'll see later in his history. And uh, uh, damn, more, more street brawling than anything technical, but it's very fast-paced, and I enjoyed it. Um, during the match, Triple H tears his, his quad, mm-hmm. and you can see it. He hits him. And he, and he finishes, still, finishes it. finishes fucking match. What up? He still gets match. put in the Boston Crab, I guess. This is, is that yeah, what we're it's the Walls of Jericho. Yeah, Boston but, Walls of Jericho. With a torn quad, he takes yeah. that. <laughs> he still finishes the fucking match. That's pretty impressive, and uh, 
There we go. Triple H throws a sledgehammer and accidentally hits Stone Cold, blah, blah, blah. So it's a bullshit end. But, I mean, that's that's tough as shit, dude. I've never torn a quad, but holy shit. I can't, I can't imagine it feels good. Vince McMahon tore both in one time. Did he really? Yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble 2005, he came storming down because they messed up the finish. And he throws his jacket down. He gets in the ring and blows both of his quads. And you can tell that he didn't know it because he tried to walk and fell down. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then he's really? up in the corner and he's yelling. And he's in, like, extreme pain. And he gets out of the ring. He's like, hmm, mother. He blew wow. both of his quads. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, either way, I enjoyed the match. It's really fun, fast-paced, street brawling. And, uh, like I say, Triple H got a little respect for that match. Definitely. Yeah. You know what? Triple H catches a lot of shit, rightfully so, in my opinion, for his position in the company. Not how he got there with and and but when he does shit like this, like the man blew out a quad and was like, "I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep going." Oh, he's and he could have he could have just sat on the side of the ring. And nobody would have thought any less of him if he was like, "I blew my quad, I can't do anything." They're like, "All right, cool." But no, it was time to play the game. He's like, "Yeah, it was time to play the game." He's like, "You know what? I'm gonna keep going." Now that's I'm gonna take this move where he's gonna put all this pressure on my quads. <laughs> That had to hurt so much. And then he can't even tap out to make him stop. He just had to sit there and take it. Yep. To the face. Um, not the best technical match ever. No. But with these four it's guys, brawl. these guys could work. And they were real, they yeah. went in there to beat the shit of each yeah, other. You watch it, man. They throw each other around. It's they tough. do. It's, it's hard. That's a good match. Like like a lot of Benoit, Benoit uh, matches. Benoit. Still Benoit. 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 A lot of Benoit matches. He's been watching a lot of uh, Supergirl. So <laughs> Benoit is in his brain. So. But, uh, yeah. Is that how you say that? It's Benoist, I think so. Well, Kevin Smith says Benoist, and he's um, directed the show, so I'm going to assume that's right. Because yeah. he's probably called her that. Probably. Sure. Probably cried about it. She's got naked. That's fine. She doesn't get naked on that She has before, not on that show. Um, um, I've got some links for you. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mrs. Steiner, you want to see something? <laughs> um, right, so, Mrs. Steiner, I'll show you. I don't give a fuck. Number five. Yikes. WrestleMania, no, it didn't. <laughs> WrestleMania 19. I'll have some street brawling in this motherfucker. That's right. I'm going to put you in the walls of Jericho. Oh, Please. shit. Please don't. Blow your quads out. Speaking my of Jericho. My quads are already dead. <laughs> WrestleMania 19. HBK versus Chris Jericho. Great mm. fucking match. Not on my list, but a great fucking match. <laughs> you like this? That'll be my top 20. <laughs> five. <laughs> it's just really hard. Motherfucker. But um, if you haven't seen this match, this is the match of WrestleMania 19. There were some other bullshit matches that went on there. Rock, um, Austin, I think they wrestled there. No. Old line versus that, you, Wait, wait, wait. No, that so, was Rock Austin is a bullshit match? Compared to this, it is. It's the passing of the torch. You go from Ric Flair to Shawn Michaels to Chris Jericho. Shawn Michaels didn't get it from Ric Flair, but okay. Uh, we'll get to that, <laughs> sir. We'll get to that, sir. But this They were both it, way out of their prime at that match. What I like about this match yeah. is that it was a surprise finish. <laughs> like, this was WrestleMania big stage. You expect, oh, big finisher, and it ends the match. No, this was a surprise finish. It was kind of like a roll-up thing, mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels pinned him. And it was like, oh, out of nowhere. Like, you didn't see that shit coming. And then Chris Jericho at the end, like, you get the, the show part of it. He's all emotional. He's like, I'm sorry. And they hug, and then kicks him right in the ding-ding. Not- in the old yam bag? Right in the yam Damn. bag. In the old yam the bag. Jeff Jarrett. It's right, <laughs> right in the Jeff Jarrett. Old slap nuts himself. Mm-hmm. Take them right in the old slap nuts. Don't piss me off. But these two, you put them in the ring and just let them go. Like, yeah, like you have this much time, and then I have a feeling you're like, we, you got 20 minutes. They looked at each other, looked at Vince, and said, "We'll take 30. Either you give us 30, or we're just gonna take 30." And there's, but these two, it's like, okay, no argument. All right, no didn't argument. make your list. It did not make my list. See, that was gonna be getting hard. Like that didn't make your list. Yeah. 
Like, if it's low, all right, but... Listen here, baby. Some of these... I'm the American dream, baby. I do whatever the fuck I want. I don't give them a shit about what you have to say. You know what? If I like it, I do what I want. You got any Dusty Rhodes matches on your I wish I did. I had one that was this close to to making it, and it was Dusty Rhodes versus Superstar Billy Graham, Madison Square Garden. Ooh, he was like, bitch. I was like, bitch. It was a great match, but it didn't make the cut, because, you know, not everything can make the top ten. Well, you know. Maybe top 50. So it would, top 15. It would, be my, it would be my top 15. <laughs> top 15. Okay. Number four. Man, are we up to four already? We're just flying by here. Well, Watro. That's right. We, we, we've got, we, got, we got things. So, well, I have stuff. a feeling. We'll be like, you picked that as number one? What kind of bullshit is that? Look, I don't care if you don't like my number one. I love it. You can get, go fucking hell. Basically, I'm the same way. Um, the only match my I number four know. is going to be... Something that John's already shit on earlier in the podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Which is fine because John shits on everything. And <laughs> he does. That's because he's got diarrhea. Oh, um, yeah. uh, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, TLC2. I didn't Son shit. of a bitch. I didn't shit on it. I just said I was going to pick this match and I, I found a better one. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got to steal one from me. <laughs> Snatch. It only, so. took, it only took like 60 podcasts, but you got probably got well, No, I, I stole like two from him this one. Oh, yeah, I think so. And then so. you get to steal one from me. So, so no, it. it's... Um, well, we've already covered that match in its entirety. It's, it's, we have covered this match Those in its damn entirety. Dudleys. But it's, it is fantastic. And, uh, so I mentioned it and wasn't even on my list. Well, I mean, again, you're, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. We keep telling every you but that. But this is the the better ladder match of their whole trilogy. This is their best one. Mm-hmm. I mean, but uh, what I mean is this... They've done similar matches. Right. They had a really good ladder match, these three, and they've done TLC matches. But this is the best they've ever done. If you're doing shit like this, you expect spots. Yeah. And there's a difference between really high spots and really good high spots. Let me me ask you this. Uh, Would this have been as as great of a match without the Hardy Boys? No. The Hardy Boys make this match. No, it would not have been. Because you, couldn't, you couldn't sub anybody. I think you that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you could not sub anybody else in. They are the perfect foil for Edge and Christian and the Dudleys. And the Dudley Boys, yeah. You need somebody to be able to take the bumps that is necessary Didn't in this Bubba match. did take the bump like through four tables? Well, yeah. yes, but... Jeff Hardy also took the bump with the fucking spear with Edge. <laughs> so it's straight down. I was listening to a podcast and they and Edge was talking about it and people he's like people ask us if we've rehearsed that. There's no way we're yeah. going to do that more than once. No. <laughs> Speaking That's of Edge, one of those he's on it. Vikings. He's on what? He's on Edges? the show Vikings. Edges? Oh, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't the, know the character because I've never seen the show. I watched but. the first two seasons and it's cool, but I just I don't get all hard about Vikings because all their history is bullshit. Giggity. So. <laughs> I don't get hard about Vikings. Just about, I don't get hard about them either. So, mm-hmm. well, it's like, hey, all this happened, but we made it up. It's not it's, real. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones. Know, just not as good. It's not as good. People get a little too crazy about Vikings. Yeah, well, but that's because Vikings. Yeah. they have Norwegian names. The Black Sails. You know, death metal and all that good shit. Never seen Thor. It's pretty good. Thor's got a hell of a hammer. Well, he did. It broke recently. Hey, spoilers! Jesus, it's in the commercial. God, that's true. That's true. I can't even... I can't it's like I'm getting cut out. All right, so oh. my number four... Wow! It's in the commercial, too. No, it's not. It's in the Avengers commercial. Okay. It is in the Avengers I mean, it's commercial. in the uh, Infinity Gauntlet commercial. Well, I mean, that's Infinity also... War. It's been had been two months that it's been out, so it's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's got you, his eye taken you, out, and he's like, have, who are you guys? You have four weeks. That's, that's my rule. I don't know about you. My rule is you have four weeks to... You have a month <laughs> solid for it to be... 
in theaters or whatever, and then I'm going to talk about it. Really? Because unless, some, some unless, douchebag posted Star Wars stuff the say, day after it came out. I, I never say, said a fucking word. I was going to say, unless it's Last Jedi, you got about hour. Because holy shit, dude, I have never seen a movie that has been fucked like The Last Jedi. Like it's That's like polarizing. Every, every other movie, it's like, hey guys, we're gonna be cool. Hey, did you like this one part? You know what I'm talking about? Not last Jedi. Like, hey, this happened. This happened. This happened. Like, I I can't go on Facebook without seeing at least seven posts about it on everything I look at. I'm and like, I just gotta say, I guys, saw this that has movie. been out a week. Yeah. <laughs> Second largest opening ever. So you yeah. know, way to go, guys. Hey, but I didn't like that movie, and they gave the bad guy a reason to be a bad guy. So, I liked it. I thought it was okay. Didn't blow my mind. Didn't change my life. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not my favorite in the series, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, we're, we're getting sidetracked now. Well, well, this is not the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> this is not the lightsaber of doom podcast. Okay? Ooh. Top 10 lightsaber battles. <laughs> so, Are there 10 to do? Yoda versus Count Dooku. Woo, that's a pretty good Done. one. Done. Pretty good one. I don't that, know. But Darth Maul really? versus Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan's pretty fucking good. Obi-Wan and Anakin on Mustafar in the fucking lava. After... They do the little swoop. The whole thing. The little swoop around is kind of stupid. Okay, yeah, but the whole fucking thing is like 20 minutes long. Yeah. You just mentioned about it. We're getting sidetracked. Yeah, this is your own fucking fault bringing it up. So, yes, my tell number me. four is TLC 2. Tony, tell me about okay. your number four. My number four is a completely different match. You've never heard of it. Called TLC Two. <laughs> now I'm not talking about T-Boz Left Eye and Chili. I'm talking about tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! For the second time. Yeah, it's the same one. It's so. the same match we just talked about. Whatever. So we're gonna go to a match we didn't just talk about. My number four, TLC Two. <laughs> nope. Because remember, I said I didn't make my oh, list. That's right. You, you number don't care four about. is my second and final match coming from Total Nonstop Action. Okay. Samoa Joe. Versus Kurt Angle, Genesis 2006. Woo. This was Kurt that. Angle had. I'm gonna shit on that. I'm oh, gonna good. Let you know, I'm gonna shit on that. Start alive. <laughs> no, no. So at this time, Samoa Joe was the unbeatable, undefeated Samoan submission machine. Nobody could beat him. And he was there. And all of a sudden. He's like a fresh man. He's a fresh man. You can't hurt this man. You can't hurt this man, Shivani. All of a sudden, Kurt Angle comes from the WWF. This was a big deal. It was like, holy shit, like Christian was there. That was a big one. This was like the first big time main eventer that they had stolen from anywhere. Other than Jeff Jarrett, he doesn't fucking count. It's he doesn't that. count. We've already, he doesn't count as anything. Right. But anyway. He's terrible. So Kurt Angle comes in, big height. These yep. two faced off and Fuck you can just feel it. Right. I just want to let it know. Don't piss them all. I just want to <laughs> let it be known that this podcast and you two have changed my opinion of Jeff Jarrett. And you're welcome. And, but you're welcome. in all seriousness, no, I do wish Jeff Jarrett well, and he's he's checked him in and out of recovery there. Nah, I hope he, gets, <laughs> hope he gets better. But anyway, back to this match. This match was everything that it needed to be at a time where TNA was just starting to be something. It was like it was like a whisper. You could hear it out there, but it wasn't quite a thing. This match made it a thing. It put them on the map, and they were good for a couple of years. They sucked balls now. Huh. But these two delivered. Um, Kurt Angle went over, got Joe to tap. I don't know. Ah, Joe lost for the first time. It was the Kurt Angle big thing. Woo! Love that match. You go ahead and shut on it now. See, you I, got nothing. I, I just don't. And that you said it was two thousand five, six, two thousand six. Okay, so Joe, what what month? Two thousand six. I didn't oh, write that. Jesus. Down. No, specific. Well, uh, what I'm saying is, is you have Joe in this fantastic match in in 2005 with AJ and Christopher Daniels, right? So then he follows it up, and he follows it up, and and continues and has an awesome year, 
And look, I get that you're bringing Kurt Angle in, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not as high on Kurt Angle as you are. You should be. <laughs> uh, no, nobody's as high on Kurt Angle as John. Yeah, I, I love some Kurt Angle. I, I love me some Kurt Angle. Loves him. I think he's did great. Did you know he was in the Olympics? I did. I <laughs> think he he's won great, it with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> but I'm I'm not a big as a fan of Kurt Angle, so. I don't think you bring him in and have him go over against this unstoppable monster. Well, he's you know? just a sexy Kurt. I mean, that's He'll that's like bringing that's like bringing hurt. bringing Kurt Angle in and having him go over Brock Lesnar. Ooh, um, well, I mean, that's gonna happen. No, it's gonna happen. You think he's gonna go over Brock Lesnar? At some point, I hope uh, so. I'm okay with that because Brock I am too. Hopefully, Brock Lesnar will go the fuck away because Brock went over Kurt, so. So, but those two are always. It's not a great match, but or I'm sorry, it's not a bad match, but it's not something I would put anywhere near top twenty. Ooh, wow! Not even top fifty. Top fifty, probably. Again, these guys have another one of those. They had a trilogy of really good matches, Mm -hmm. and this is my favorite of the three. Okay, okay. Because after this, I mean, that's all the shitting that I'm getting. Joe won, so then it was one one that had had the rubber match, and Kurt won. I'm not. I'm not going to shit anymore. That's all the shitting I'm doing on your match. Okay. So forget the wipe. Diggity. We're doing honorable mentions now, aren't we? Because we're going to do those. Honorable the mentions. Top three. All right, give me your honorable mentions. You want both of them? Um, I have three. How many do you have? Uh, you, we said two. Oh, I so have two, but <laughs> they've already been mentioned honorably. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, something I talked about recently: uh, the second best match on WrestleMania 10, and that's only because of what ended up following later: uh, Bret Hart, Noah Hart, which is a fantastic. Not my favorite of the three. But I like this one. I think it's a little bit better of a match than the one they had SummerSlam. I think the one, the cage match they have at SummerSlam is, is a great match. Um, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, WrestleMania 10. Good match. And then I have one that I don't know if you've ever seen. Oh, shit. But it is, it is a personal, Good luck with that. It's a personal <laughs> favorite of mine because there was a time when uh, Father was in the Navy and I was living in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Mm. And we used to get tapes from the U.S. every once in a while. And every once in a while, I'd get wrestling tapes. And one of the ones I got that I watched constantly was Beach Blast 92, which is a WCW pay-per-view. I've seen it. Which has a couple of my favorite matches ever. You've got Cactus Jack versus Sting, False Count Anywhere. That was a fucking hellacious match. Good match. But one that I enjoyed more, which is my other Marvel mention. The main event. Ricky Steamboat, Ravishing Rick Rude. 30 man Iron Minute or 30 minute Iron Man match. Mm, wow. It was a good good match. And it was a little bit different than the other Iron Man match where it was like nobody does anything. There's falls in the match. And it's you got to the one guy has to come back and and get to the end there and then it happens near at the very end so. But I remember watching that so many fucking times as a kid over in Cuba. and over and in Cuba. Wow. I lived on the Navy base. I mean it technically was America but well, you know. You know. And yeah. I was a kid and I was enamored by Sting at that point cuz you know, bleach blonde had yeah. the had the mullet, big dude was a big face. So, those are my honorable mentions. I'll allow them. Good. Those are both quality picks. That's what I thought. Mine's Sean and Razor with a ladder match. So, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your other one? Not very exciting. For the second one, it was yeah. it was uh, Sean and Brett Iron Man match. Wow. So they, he's, he's in the Sean. He picked them. I tried not to make it the top ten Sean matches. There's it's... a podcast top ten Sean Michaels matches. <laughs> Tony's driving. Okay, that's okay. Fine. I'm, I'm down. All right. So, are you gonna go all three? I'm gonna give you all three. Okay. First one that. is CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. You fucking pick which match. Because no, those, <laughs> those two together. 
Yes. No. Yes. I'm not doing that. Um, a second one is another CM Punk match. A CM Punk versus Dolph Ziggler World Rumble 2012. So what you're saying is CM Punk is the highest person on your list. Nope. He's only got... Three mentions. Well, that's his second... Third. That's his... Th- what was his third? Uh, didn't you say CM... Oh, no, I'm sorry. You me. said CM Punk, John Cena. My bad. I'm sorry. No, that didn't make my list. Tough. Because I picked Punk Brian instead. Um, but, yeah. And my last honorable mention is a recent match. My the newest match on my list: AJ Styles versus Finn Balor from TLC. That was a good match. That was a fucking great match. It was a good match. That's <laughs> worth watching. Like if you want, and that was that was not planned. Nope. Oh shit, we have things to do. Hey AJ, you want to come over and help out? Sure. Who am I wrestling? Finn Balor. Great. Let's tear the fucking house down. <laughs> and you know those two had just had a conversation. They kind of looked at each other, nodded, and just went and did the thing. That's all they had to do. Like, yep. <laughs> that is a WrestleMania match if I ever saw one. Um, I really love, love that match. Uh, I like the fact that they put the demon over. Like, I thought for sure when I heard this match, like, oh, AJ's going to go over. He's coming, you know. And especially now he's on another title run and he's doing great. Uh, I was surprised. And they're not doing anything with Finn Balor because Vince doesn't like him. He says he's not over. And I love that Finn Balor's attacking WWE about it. He's tweeting about it, how over he is. And they keep having because he is over. He's so over. They had a content, uh, a survey, and it was so much. Yeah, he's an awesome. Like, Everybody picked him, and he's like, oh, he's just not over. How is he not over? He walks in the room, the fucking place. You know what his nuts. problem is? He's not Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's, he's not huge, and he's not... Oh, Finn is not well, the greatest he, on the mic, and Vince has predominantly said that he does not like people that don't speak English very well. Well, I think it's also that they built him up to be this big thing, and then he got hurt. Yeah. And that's probably... Crawl. That's Seth Rollins' it's a, fault, it's a really. Crawl on, yeah, it's a crawl on his side. Yeah, when when Seth Rollins launches your ass into yeah. a barricade and your bones break, shit happens. Because he's not <laughs> the only person who's hurt with that move. That's yeah. why he doesn't really do that much. Yeah. But anyway, I do love Seth Rollins. I'm not... No, I'm not knocking him at all. I'm going to show someone it's going to be Hulk Hogan. Fuck that guy. Aquaman's cool. <laughs> Aquaman's cool. <laughs> anyway. Yeah! But yeah, that was a... Uh, great match and I look forward to them wrestling again and I look forward to Finn Balor living out his contract going back to Japan and tearing it the fuck down I don't know if that's going to happen it might I don't know I think it might but at the same time I think Mr. Man is going to realize like if I don't give this guy a run and put him in like he has oh my god imagine for, for a minute Finn Balor leaves Raw because I don't think he needs to be there mm-hmm. he's on the wrong show imagine you send him to Smackdown Put him as a title contender and win that. Then you can have you can have matches with Shinsuke Nakamura. Love that match. AJ Styles. Love that match. Randy Orton. Love the eh. Okay. You don't like Randy. I mean that. Kevin Owens. Love that match. Sami Zayn. Yeah, it'd be alright. Love that match. So there's five. You forgot one. Okay, who else? Glorious. Okay, Bobby Roode. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that is six opponents. If you do that's six. That's at least a year, right there. Yeah. If you do <laughs> each long. person twice, and he gets a year long run, you have SmackDown beats Raw on the ratings and on matches, hands down, every fucking month. Period. You know who else they have on SmackDown that you didn't mention that I think he would have a great match with? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph fucking Ziggler. <laughs> if he's still there. I think he's going to be gone, though. I really do yeah. think he's going to, you know, because they they have misused that up. fucking guy. He, he had some, in that, in, that, in that promo, it did not seem 
super scripted. It felt very, fuck you guys. I would really like him to not ever come back. I think because he just, he won the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. And then just the next night, it wasn't actually two nights later, walked out, put the belt in the ring. was like, first of all, he talked about how all the things he's done. He put the belt down. And he's like, remember this. Fuck you guys. And just walked out, left the belt in the ring. Wow. I'm like, that well, is how you him. leave. They shit on him. Like, he's kind of like, oh, hey, I'm leaving. Here's the title. He's like, all right, I'll stay. But now he's like, fuck you, I'm out of here. And it's not even the title. It's the no. it's the mid-card title. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. I, I just think that he'll, he can, he could be like Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes left the WWE and is doing great. He's huge. He says he's making more money. He's having way more fun. He's working less dates than when he's with the Fed. I believe it. So if he's doing it, I bet you Ziggler could too. I'm, I'm sure Ziggler yeah. would do it. You know, as a matter of fact, Ziggler go to Ring of Honor and do an immediate program with Cody Rhodes. Fucking boom. You're printing your own money at that point. Okay. All right. We're into the top three now, man. No. Oh. Trace. My number three was my favorite match for the longest time. It has only recently in the last ten years dropped down number three. Been down drop dropped down to number three. And I still watch this match probably once a month. This is Doink the Clown versus Gangrel. I think it is. <laughs> Red Viscous Fluid. It is it is the match that Hogan Andre wishes it was. If you say Hogan Warrior, you're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no. It is um top to bottom one of the best wrestled matches I've ever seen. And it's the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. That's a great yeah. fucking match. I, I wish that I, I could that. give more information. My, my only thing to you is, if you've never seen it, stop what you're doing right now. Go watch that match. We'll wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. So what did you think of that fucking match? That's fucking huh? great, right. wasn't it? You know, I really wish that I had that match on my list, but I don't. You don't? I don't. Wow. I don't. Thought about it, and you know it's one of those. I watched it because I wanted to include it in the list because it was one of those like, oh, this is coming on the list. Yeah, it was up there. Um, spoiler alert! It was up there with Bret Hart versus Bulldog. That's a great match too. That was like I, in my mind, those are two gimmies. I was just gonna put those on the list, and then I watched both of those matches. I was like, you know what? They don't quite hold up the way that I remember them. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to watch them through rose-colored glasses. So I watched it again. And I was like, still a great fucking match. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad match, but. Matches are better. Yeah, I mean, again, you're you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Punk Brian I can keep saying that's fine. So Punk Brian was an honorable mention. Yeah, still better. Oh, <laughs> shut up! Your opinion no longer matters. <laughs> kind of like your face. Ooh, shit. wow, wow! It's the holiday season, and you would go there. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thank you. I appreciate it. And happy that. Festivus. That's the, we are recording this on Festivus. We are. Do we have grievances to air? I'm sure we do. Yeah, I, I guess I could get some more drinks in me and get <laughs> liquored up. I'd have some fucking grievances for you. All, All right, right, so that's my number three. My number three. Gangrel is... versus Doink. <laughs> Red Viscous Fluid. WrestleMania 17, April 1st, 2001. The Rock versus Stone Cold. No DQs. Rock turned, or uh, Stone Cold turns heel and joins McMahon. This is the one where he wanted to call an audible because you know, he didn't mm-hmm. think he should have, but... This is a great match. It is it's a really good match. This is probably their you've best seen, match. WrestleMania. You've seen the picture of of Stone Cold with the blood on his face and the rock in the in the um, uh, the ankle lock. You've seen it. I mean, everybody's seen it. This is where that's from. So it's a big match. Thought it thought it included. It's a good match. 
not the best match on that card. No. But it's a good match. And uh, Rock hits Stone Cold with a chair 16 times. Because Rock is a dick. Yeah. 16 times? 16 Look, I'm on board times. for the first 12. Yeah. And then it's, a little then it's getting a little excessive. It's a little excessive. And then the after a dozen, we need to talk. Yeah. Because the rock mm. is kind of a tool. Yeah. And then Stone Cold and Vince walk out drinking beers, and everybody's like, uh, what did I just see? Did that just fucking happen? Like, I remember watching this live. I was like, what the balls? Yeah. So imagine, this came out, this is, two, this is March 2009. I'd just gotten married. A few Mrs. Months Steiner? To Mrs. Steiner a few months prior. And so we're watching this, and I was like, what in the shit it just happened? Mm. And she didn't. Have an idea what I was talking about. Right. She does now. <laughs> so I gotta know. If you're shitting on our top three, let's hear yours. Woo! Start alone. <laughs> you got a nasty voice match in there. <laughs> you got a nasty voice match. Oh, right. Hit him with a surfboard. <laughs> he hit him with a rubber shock. Oh, shock. God. My number three. Shawn Michael. Hog Wild. Versus Kurt Angle, oh, WrestleMania 21. What is the fucking obsession with Shawn Sha- Kurt Angle? He loves Kurt Did you Angle. see him wrestle Shawn Michaels? Did you yes. hear he won a gold medal? <laughs> With a broken freaking neck. That's what I've heard. And his son isn't bad either. Uh, let's he not, likes milk. Let's, let's not get that too far. He likes milk his, and kissing Stephanie McMahon. Not really his son, but let's not get into that. No. That's a stupid fucking story. So, line. this had a real interesting build. Um, because... Kurt Angle was the bad guy, and he's like, 1996, I win the gold medal. And all I keep hearing about in 1996 is the best wrestler in the world, Shawn Michaels. Yep. And this is when he had brought um, Marginetti in, and, they, and he beat up Marginetti. Yep. And he brought in Sherry, and he sung Sexy Kurt. And that's your boy, Kurt. Just a Sexy Kurt? Sexy. No, I, I got it. I'll make your ankle hurt, ankle hurt. All right, listen, you need to listen to that song. I think it's cute. He knows he's sexy. Oh, Jesus. The two of you just <laughs> He's got that. the looks. There's not enough whiskey in this room. <laughs> the girls. Wow. For me to be able to continue to deal with this shit. <laughs> but, yeah, you put those two in the ring. Who's your favorite wrestler, DJ? My favorite wrestler? Oh, Bret Hart. Of all time? All Bret time. Hart. I'm going with Bret Hart. Bret Hart would be no, my top mine. three. That's his. Top oh. three. He'd be my top three. My favorite wrestler of all time, believe yeah. it or not, is the Macho Man Randy Savage. All I'll time. I'll allow it. I'll allow all it. time. All right. What about you, Tony? Shawn oh, Michaels. Michaels, HBK, the Heartbreak Kid. You know, my show so Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Okay. Kurt Angle. Yeah. It just it just shows our our, our differences there. Yeah. You like you like the good technical. You like the you know pretty boy show stopper. Pretty boy show stopper. And I like the cream of the crop. <laughs> like a little bit of crazy in his <laughs> A little bit of crazy. A little bit of crazy. Maybe a little some, bit of crazy. Maybe some slim jims. You gotta snap into those, Tony. I mean, his move was called the badness for a reason. I miss Macho Man. He was awesome. Gone too so soon. Good, Gone too Very. I mean, soon. nobody had a bad pick for re- for best wrestler. No. No. But yeah. All Not right. Sure. So number two. Number two. Yours. My number two is absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with us. Wow. It could be Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. I'm like, oh. all right. So, a couple things here. First of all, my number two is the newest match to the list. Really? Oh, no. Newer than TLC. Newer than TLC. Wow. What happened on Raw this week? <laughs> I'm to this that. match occurred in this year. Damn. It is the first time that uh, a, g- a gentleman from a wrestling magazine gave it over five stars. Ah. In fact, he gave it six. Okada versus Omega. Correct. 
I and I don't want I don't know how you could argue with me on that. And I picked their first one because And that wasn't this year. Yes, it was. It was Russell Kingdom K- Russell 2017. Kingdom. Oh, yeah, it was. Just what talking about. <laughs> Bloom. He's just... Well, then it's not the newest one on the list because I had the TLC match was a couple months ago. No, mine. Oh, list. yours. <laughs> I thought you were talking about everybody's no, list. No, <laughs> no. My, my... No, what I'm saying is... is it's You're not, new. Uh. It's not the most recent and it probably is not the best of the ones that they've had. But... but that's the one he's going to pick. <laughs> it is... I like it because, first of all, it's an hour-long match, and you're like, did they really fucking go an hour? Because it doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. And two, you're like, this was the first one. We get to have more. Because you know they can't just be like, eh, well, we're, we're done with that. We're not going to do that again. Fuck that. we got to do that again. Well, this is New Japan, and what New Japan does different is like, wow, this was a great match. They're like, all right, let it go a couple months. This was the Fed. You would have had part two the next month or the next night on the road. Oh, I agree. I agree. So, and that's where they blow it, but... New Japan, they're like, I'm, nope, wait. I'm not the biggest fan of New Japan because... And you're wrong. No, let me let me tell you why. I either have to watch it in Japanese, which means I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, because part of my <laughs> enjoyment for wrestling is the commentators. All right, I'm going to give you that or one. Or I have to listen to Kevin fucking Kelly. <laughs> Super kick! <laughs> Super kick! I love that. Um, that part is great. I just can't stand Kevin fucking Kelly. Like, I can deal with him when, like, him and Steve Carino... Hong Fung, Kong Fu, nice shirt, Thank by you. the way. Thank you. Um, I can deal with him and Steve Carino, but I just I can't take him in, in large doses. Well, at Wrestle Kingdom, wasn't that Josh Barnett and um, Jim Ross? No, I thought it, I thought it was, um, what's his name? I could have sworn it was fucking uh, Kevin Kelly. Could be. I mean, I could be wrong, and that's fine, but... Um, but it's a great match. I didn't watch it live. Because no one did. Well, I mean, not here. It was like Japan. four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but I immediately got up the next day and it was like, "Have you not seen? Have you seen this match? If you haven't seen it, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go do it." This okay, is, cool. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. It is absolutely I'm, great match. You, I mean, if John is over here not arguing at all and agreeing with me, <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's got to be, be way fucking over. good. You never seen it, Tony? I have not. Give it a watch. It's it's an yeah. hour, but it's good. Yeah. Oh. So. That's my number two. Time. If you got some time, watch all three of their matches. I'll make some yeah, time. Apparently, really fucking good. It's it's Kenny Omega. Is I've never fantastic. seen Omega fight ever, and from what you, you guys say, to. you need he's amazing. To. Kenny Omega, if he would just decide to maybe, you know, take a little direction, mm. and, I, and I don't mean that in I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean go to the Fed and get himself some, uh, get himself some WWE and deal with that. He could be. No. Top level. No, I, I disagree. Uh, I if if Vince McMahon, and that's the thing. Vince McMahon being there, he's not gonna get in there. Vince McMahon finally retires and lets Triple H run it, Omega Mike gets there. Oh yeah, able okay. To do something. All right, yeah. So then, then but like now, no, because Vince didn't create him. So I'm surprised AJ's doing as well as he did. I mean Yeah, well AJ also had to go fifteen fucking years before yeah. Vince would even acknowledge that he was anything. That's a good. That's a good match. I, I I got nothing for you on that. Good fucking pick, mm. Tony. Number two, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, Bad Blood, nineteen ninety seven. Ooh, I thought you were gonna say the WrestleMania 5th, 1997. match. I thought you were gonna do the Shawn Michaels farewell Both match. Both are acceptable. Fun fact. Yeah. Bill Brian Pullman was supposed to fight Dude Love in this match, but he died. He did. So. In the Hell in a Cell match? No, he just died in his hotel room. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, but yeah, no, he, yeah. he died. 
they announced it on the air. Yep. yep. Brian Pillman too was one of my uh, favorites. I always liked him. He was. One he of had the, a good match with Jushin Thunder Liger way yeah, back in the day, yeah. which is a worth mm-hmm. a look if you've never seen it. That's about referencing was his WCW stuff, not his WWE stuff, because he had broken. He his broke ankle his ankle, and, and he, he really had the ability. And, mm-hmm. But he was. But that when he was, he couldn't wrestle. So like, all right, I'll just be the best character in the world. And he fucking was. And this is when Steve Austin was getting red hot, like <sighs> fucking white hot, and he was a better character than Steve Austin. Wow. They were, remember the yeah, film, and then they put him in a feud with yeah. fucking uh, yeah. Gold Dust. Yeah, because because Vince is an asshole. So tell me about this match. Um, so it starts out between Undertaker and uh, <clears throat> Bret Hart, with Sean as a special guest referee. That's uh, a summer slams. Yeah. Sean tries to hit Bret with a chair, but ends up hitting Undertaker. Oops. Giving an L to the dead man. This leads uh, to HBK versus Undertaker in the first Hell in a Cell match. Winner fights Bret Hart for the championship. China, Triple H, and Rick Rude accompany him to the match, but then once the cage is dropped, they're told to leave. Or shoot away. Uh, once the match, Undertaker punishes Michaels again and again, but uh, HBK is unable to get any kind of leeway. Later, a cameraman is injured, and the door's unlocked. Then the two men escape and then start fighting outside. Uh, Undertaker slams Michaels against the cage, opens his face. I'm sure you've seen pictures of that. Undertaker slams, or uh, both climbs on top of the match, on top of the cage, mm-hmm. and they fight there. Uh, Michaels falls off the side uh, and then holds on with his hands, and then Undertaker stomps his hands until he falls onto the Spanish broadcasting table. So you can see where this is like the blueprint for the next one, because he slams Sean on the top of the cage, but Sean mm-hmm. doesn't go through. Right. He, just holds he throws on. Sean off the side, but he doesn't fly off the fucking side. Yeah. So Big Foley watches and goes... I could top that. Yeah, I could fall all the way. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go off the motherfucker. And I'm going to go 15 feet over. The only problem with this match, of course, is Kane shows up and fucks the match all up. And then, but that... And here we are 20 years later. That was his first No, it was cool appearance. that Kane showed up, so it's kind of a balance, you know. And he really, like, like, ripped the cage door yeah, off. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then he goes in and Matt, you know, hits hits uh, Undertaker and then Sean pins him. It's kind of a... A fake out. It's still, you know, one of the most talked about matches. Yep. So. It's a good match. Went safe. Safe pick. That's that's a quality pick. Me and DJ's top 700. Um, if I was going to pick a Shawn Michaels Undertaker match, mm-hmm. I'd go with one of their WrestleMania matches. Either. Is that the good versus 25? evil with, yeah. the, with the cross? I almost picked yeah. that. I almost picked that, but I'm just like. Because while this match, they were younger and did more running around and torture on each other. Yeah. The later WrestleMania matches were better actual wrestling matches and had more of a story. Yeah. Like, the only story they were going into here was Sean accidentally hit him in the head with a chair. Ooh. Yeah. Remember, I remember this, <clears throat> and the build to it was, Undertaker was like, I was, when I did my beating of everybody, there was I was going to leave one, and it was going to be you, Sean, but I've decided not to do that now. Yeah. Now you got to die. And that was really it. There was no well, reason you got to remember, that wasn't fight. their first match, though. They had a match the, the the pay-per-view before that called Ground Zero, which I remember watching that one because they were that was all they were building, the first ever match between yeah. Shawn Michaels and uh the Undertaker. Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And then that was where after that they were like, Okay, we've got unfinished business, let's do Hell in a Cell, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So But this was that was better than the casket match, one of the, yeah. the one that Daniel broke. Sean to the point he couldn't wrestle anymore. It's but the WrestleMania matches were better. One of the few gimmick matches that was watchable. Yeah. Really good. I'm not big on gimmick matches myself. No. Number two. So a little, little ditty. We're going to see another guy coming back. 
we've talked about before. Another Kurt Angle match. It is actually. It is Kurt Angle versus Chris <laughs> Benoit Royal Rumble 2003. Woo! So Kurt Angle is your most on this list. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's his favorite. Yes, he is. I know. But barely, though. I heard he won my, an Olympic I'm, I'm telling you, with a broken frickin' neck. That's what I heard. My, my favorite? He likes Only milk. in one of my matches. Wow. But I could I could probably name off five Macho Man matches that are just, mm. I enjoy. That, yeah. And no one would argue with him. Snap. He had a really match with Diamond Dallas Page. They had a nice series of matches. He actually got the best match ever out of the Ultimate Warrior. And that's... Yeah. That's seven. saying yeah. something. That is something, something. But this match, Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle. These guys went in... It was for the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. And went in there and just worked their asses off. Like, mm. to the fact that after it was over, Kurt won, left. Benoit stands up. The fucking audience stands up. Standing ovation. Benoit That's an, how good. Benoit's another wrestler that... Is underrated? Yeah. You, no, you, I don't know if he's underrated. You have to rise uh, to I meet him because so. he goes full speed. The problem with, with his That's rating is it is tainted by events later in his life. Yeah. And and you, I don't think you can call him underrated because those it. events are so. Yeah, he deserves it. He, he deserves not be talked. He deserves not to be talked about. But right. For our right. timeline and what we do here, okay, he comes up. But this match, leave all the other shit out. Is fucking amazing. Yeah. If you ever want to see what, if you want to be like, okay, I need to watch a wrestling match. This is that match. This is what wrestling should be, and it's only by number two. Mm-hmm. Two serious contenders. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one. Uh-oh. Here we go. My number one match is between two people we have talked about facing each other. Dorian Clown. Yeah, it's Dorian Clown and Gangrel. God damn it, guys. Red Viscous Fluid. <laughs> it's a Nasty Boys match. That's totally You got the Nasty Boys. God, I know. No, Nasty Boys versus the Public Enemy. It's, it's, it's a fitting to me that you said if you're talking about these two, you refer to their WrestleMania matches. Because Mortis. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Ah, yeah, it's good um, And I'm going to do not the second one. The first one. But the first one. Good versus Evil. Because Good versus Evil, yeah. I feel like... And I'm, in case you're, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Undertaker HBK what? at uh, WrestleMania 25. Uh, you Good have match. you have Good versus Evil. You have Sean coming down from the heavens and Undertaker <laughs> rising up from which the cross the, is all over his face. The religious imagery is there, and I mean, if you can get past that, it's fantastically done. And then they get in the ring, and I remember watching it, going, "Okay, these two are both like, great things in their prime, and they were great." And then it oh, was yeah. like, "Ding!" And they rung the bell. It was like. Hey, guess what? We're like 30 again. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. And they go through it, and you're just like, Professional. the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he just ate a finisher. It's done. Oh, it's not done. Oh, he's hitting another finisher. It's done. It, false finish. The false fuck finish. is going on? Yeah, false finish. I don't particularly care for them for the most part, yeah. but in this one, I was like, oh, see, oh, that's why keep I don't... going, keep going, do it. And then when the match was finally over, a minute. <laughs> I was, I remember watching it and feeling exhausted. After watching it, not not because I was in the match, but it was just huh, 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 constant, just up and down, up and down, and it's just like it he, he holds your attention. It's it's I don't remember how long it is, but it's like 25, 30 minutes of don't do nothing. You're busy, you, and and it's some matches. You know they're an hour long, and they do have some some dead time in it. Right. This is just bam, 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 constant going. And it's so good, WWE was like, let's do it again. And they did. And then that's how they retired Sean. But, I mean... And it should have been the retiring of Undertaker, too. Yeah, but we won't Because he had a good that. match with um, Triple H after that, but... 
but I it was a sledgehammer probably but it was it is it is one of or it is my favorite match simply because it was not something I expected I'm not too oftenly surprised Mm -hmm. as a wrestling fan when I watch shit like if like I'll watch Raw and SmackDown you're the historian and and usually I'm watching it with Mac and, and I'll be like yeah they're gonna do this and then they'll do it and Mac will just look at me and shake his head like you really need to be writing this shit and I'm like yeah I like to think that I know what I'm talking about but yeah um, I, well, don't I, worry, Stephanie won't hire you. Yeah, exactly. You know what you're talking about. So, um, every once in a while, I get hit with something, and I'm like, huh. And those are the best ones for me. Those are the best matches. The the matches that you don't see coming, and then hits you in the face, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. So, um, Okada Omega was one of those matches, simply because I didn't pay attention a whole lot to I was surprised Japan. you watched that match. Really? Yeah. I watched all of Wrestle Kingdom. And I'll watch all of Wrestle Kingdom in January. Hey, you know who was in uh, Wrestle Kingdom last year? Who's that? The VCW Heavyweight Champion. He was in the... They had a little battle royale. He sure game. was. Brandon Scott. Nope. Hashtag not my... Ch- not Brandon Scott. <laughs> Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Hashtag not my... Ch- Brandon Scott. No, it no, was... Brandon uh, Scott did not make it to New Japan. No, it was, it was Billy Gunn. Badass Billy Gunn. So. Actually, Brandon Scott should go to Japan. I think he'd do better. I do think well he'd do okay. He, he needs to get out of the Indies, in my personal opinion. Maybe He's, he will. There's plenty of people that are kind of dragging him down, but... He can only do what he can do. So, But anyway, Undertaker HBK, WrestleMania 25, my number one favorite match of all time. Wow. I, I see you over there wanting to shit on it. I can't. I can't shit on that. So I really want to shit on your pick just to shit on your pick, but that's a good fucking match. Good Too many false finishes for me. That's why I didn't make my list. Again, I don't particularly care for them, but I feel like it enhances this match, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll go with the it. The problem is they do that to death. They, th- this was the beginning of them doing it to death. Yeah. Tony, oh, we're all sitting on pins and needles. Is it me for Nasty Boys versus Public Enemy? Big, Rubber Shock on a pole match. It's a Rubber Shock. Big surprise. Number one, Shawn Michaels so, versus no, it's Jeff Jarrett versus Kevin Nash. Okay, so an episode of Raw, Ric Flair challenges Shawn Michaels to a match at WrestleMania. Michaels reluctantly accepts, knowing that WWE has announced the next match Flair loses will be his retirement. Flair says it, w- it would be an honor <clears throat> to retire at the hands of Shawn Michaels. Matches everything you imagine. Slaps, woos, chops, <laughs> figure fours, but no sweet chin music. Shawn uh, Michaels wraps up, <clears throat> wrapped up in the excitement, begins a sweet, chi- sweet chin music kick, but stops it halfway through. He can't do it. Flair throws him down and figure four locks him. Michaels breaks out and connects a super kick. Super kick. Super kick. Ref counts one, two, then no. Flair gets up. Michaels put, puts Flair in a figure four leg lock. What the hell? Puts him in a figure four leg lock. What in the hell, Bobby? But the Natch thumbs HBK. The Natch. The Natch. thumbs HBK in his eye and is loose. Begins all kinds of chip on the showstopper. Uh, Michaels delivers a second sweet chin music to the old man. Super kick. This stuns him, but not does not put Nature Boy down. Flair rises again. Michael's eyes tear up. He says, I'm sorry. I love you. Bam! Lands a third sweet chin music. Super kick! On the old warrior, and finally he drops. Michaels pins him and then leaves. Flair stands up and gets a 74,000 person standing ovation. Hugs his family ringside. WrestleMania 24, 2008. That's right. That's Flair versus Shawn Michaels. 
Flair retirement match. And he stayed retired for a good two, three weeks before he went to TNA. <laughs> Made almost $6 million in ticket sales and a $1 million in pay-per-view. Wow. And we've never seen Ric Flair since. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He shows up and, and pimps his daughter all every week. Yeah, he sure does. Um, I love that match. That's a great match. It's the only match that made me, only match that makes me tear up. Um, for the emotional standpoint and the ride they take you on is great. But yeah. technically, wrestling match, these guys are both well past their prime, yeah. especially Claire. They just couldn't do it. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> to the right. level that if, I mean, you're, yeah. if you're a big fan of that, if you've never seen it, watch the next night on Raw, the Ric Flair retirement. Yeah, I've seen it. Which is where which he elbows the great. suit jacket. Yes, yeah. but then they bring out like they bring out you know the Everyone. horseman and yeah. and everybody and then and what you don't see if you are watching it on regular TV mm-hmm. there is a, a moment and they show it I think it's on the network you can watch there's a moment where after they go off the air the Undertaker comes out yeah. and gives him a yeah I've seen that gives him awesome a, you gives know. him a tombstone <laughs> yeah exactly yep. you're dead like, fuck you all right so here it is. The piece of the resistance. Yes, there Doom. So, I'm going to do a little backstory for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, coming off of Dana J's number two pick. Okay. Kata Omega. <laughs> the way that he got there was, with what uh, New Japan does, they have something called the G1. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a, it's a tournament, but it's not a traditional tournament the way that you think. It's on a point system. So, there's two different brackets, and they wrestle a bunch of matches, and if you win a match, you get points. Kumite. The most, yeah, Kumite. So they wrestle all the way to the end, and they have the G1 final. So One of my... I'm sorry. hate to cut you off. Uh-huh. One of my favorite um, underappreciated podcast moments. Shout out to that podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. All right. I enjoy it. Guys on the show are a couple of jackasses, but Pretty much. the girls are nice. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Anyway. This is that Carly good, chick. Good podcast. Good podcast. Anyway. Um, so Kenny Omega had won the G1 that year in 2016. So what they give you is a briefcase, mm-hmm. and they carry on the briefcase for some strange reason, because they want to be like the Fed. Mm-hmm. And he beat Naito in that to, to win that the briefcase, and that gave him the chance to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom against Okada. So, and that was the big build up for that, and they wrestled in Okada one. So they wrestled again at Dominion, but that was a draw. They went a sixty minute Broadway. Nothing, nobody won. So that sets up my number one. Okada Omega 3, the 2017 G1. Okada Omega with a vengeance? Yes, right. (laughs) Best match ever. Dave Meltzer broke his six-star thing on this. Fucking Dave Meltzer. So, now we we imagine Okada won the first one. It was a draw the second one. So here's the third one. This is on the G1. They were going to leave these two apart because they don't want to milk it too much. But the way that the G1 broke down, they had to fight. Mm -hmm. So they bring him in. And everybody's expecting Okada to win because Okada won the first one. It was a draw the second time, but Okada looked like he was going to win. But no, no. Kenny Omega, one-winged angel, bam, pins Okada. Holy Ooh. shit. Okada just beat, I mean, Omega just beat Okada. Mm-hmm. So you would think, oh, they're going to do something with that. Nope. Never fucking went back to it. Kenny Omega didn't even win the G1. <laughs> so Naito went off and he won the, the G1. So now he's going to wrestle Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. But that match is the best match I have ever seen. It was the entire time I'm just watching like, whoa. And I can't remember ever doing that for a match. Even Okada 1 and 2, I wasn't like, well, this match was like, holy shit. That fucking good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Bullet Club. One sweet. One sweet. One sweet. 
and kiss my ass if you don't like it. Damn. All right. Go ahead, shit on it. No, you want to. I put one of their matches as my number two on my list of all time. How am I shitting on And that? I thought for sure when I put this as my number one, he would not have that on his list at all. And he had it as number two. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Look at you, Danny J. Look at here. I had a match from the Fed. I had a match from WCW. I had a match from TNA. And I had a match from New Japan. If I had done Ring of Honor, I probably would have shit myself. Honor. But, I mean. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to put Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles from New Japan. Mm-hmm. That match was fucking awesome. But it's another one that I wanted to th- I thought about doing was uh, Shinsuke and Sami Zayn from NXT. From NXT that was when he first got here. That was another one I thought about doing too. I didn't have any NXT matches. There are some really good ones that just the revival versus um, DIY. Great match. Finn Balor Joe. Which one? Okay. <laughs> it's like Okada Omega. You like just pick one. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Flair and. Um, are you okay over there? You got the hiccups? I got the hiccups. He's got the hickey hickeys. Well, I'm guessing since Tony has got the hiccups, it's probably time to wrap up the show here. Oh, wrap it up. Danny J, it was a pleasure to have you back on the podcast. I know. I, I really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I miss coming on here and bullshitting with you guys. And uh, You know, I'm going to put you both on the spot. I think we should do this again sometime. I, I, I'm down with that. Tony, I've, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Always the optimist. Always. I mean, you guys you guys have a lot of work going on with another podcast, mm. you know, so. Which, which is cool. You got to get that shit going and, and keep it going. Um, I got to tell you, some of the, the most recent ones that y'all have done aren't, aren't underappreciated, in my opinion. But I don't get to have an opinion about the podcast. But no, you I heard opinion. some schmuck picked a movie that made like a billion dollars. Who did that? That was you. Oh. <laughs> which one was that? <laughs> It's like Dracula. It's like, oh, fuck that movie. It was <laughs> fuck everybody that looks like that movie. It was critically, it was critically acclaimed. It made all this money in the theaters. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's not. And then you guys did Bloodsport, so I, I make up for that. You did Bloodsport, you did Evolution, and Evolution's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, fuck that movie. Anyway. I'm so. sorry you're wrong. Again, head and shoulders <laughs> saves the world. Well. <laughs> all right, so anyway. How do you guys know that? You know, don't know anything. But <laughs> you guys just got your A's. All right, so, but yeah, no, it was, it's been a lot of fun coming back down to memory lane here at the Finger Poke Doom, and uh, I, I feel like we need to uh, go ahead and, um, and, and do this again, definitely a thing. Uh, so um, let me see what else. What else can we talk about? Oh, the, shout out to the Wayne Foundation. That's right. Give him a couple shekels. You have a couple shekels. That's a, that is a, a John special there. So it's WayneFoundation.org. Yeah, put it out there. Buy, also, buy some Dunkaroos. You don't just eat. You Dunkaroos. Yeah. Get some Zima, which you can tell. I think you can still do now. Yeah, I think you yeah, can. Yeah, you can get Zima. You can get Surge again. Yeah. It's. I love Surge. Surge is so good. Fuck it. Um, get you some some Slim Jims. Uh, but really, just you know, enjoyed getting back together with you guys and doing a podcast and. Talking about wrestling again. Um, Good times. Also, it is December 23rd, so Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Festivus, all that good stuff for everybody out there. And um, I I feel like we are to the point where there's really only one thing left to talk about. Um, My name is Danny J. Anderson. I'm that sexy motherfucker Johnny Steiner. I am Tony Nash. And uh, treat your mother right. Always. Mother.
like no other. There's no other. Don't forget to do the right. I can't believe when we first started this podcast, like, dude, you're going to end every episode with Treat Your Mother Right. And I'm like, have you heard that song? It's terrible. And then you listen to it, and it's just like, it's it's terribly bad. It's like herpes. You can't kick it. You can keep that shit forever. Like, look. Hey, boy. We just played a dip. Yeah. Good. Tony's just shaking his head. So treat her right. <laughs> 